Welcome back to The Answer's Obvious, where you have the questions and we have the answers. This is episode 38, coming to you this Friday, June 7th. You know, people always be asking me questions all the time, like, Stevie G, what's the difference between me and you? I tell them the answer's motherfucking obvious. You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never deal with emotions. I'm used to living big dog style and straight coasting. This is just one of the many questions we answer and discuss on Sizzle's favorite podcast, The Answer's Obvious. With that being said, you can find out more about the questions we're answering, advice we're giving, and what we're discussing by subscribing to The Answers Obvious in the iTunes podcast store and following The Answers Obvious on Spotify. By subscribing and following, you'll be able to access all of our episodes, which we encourage you to listen to them all, as well as accessing our latest episode the moment it goes live, which is 7 a.m. Central Daylight Time on Fridays. But if you're horrible at using the search feature, then you can just use the direct link, which is in the bio of my Instagram profile, at Stevie G, Stevie G, and my pinned tweet on Twitter, at Tweety G, Tweety G. So please go mash all of those follow and subscribe buttons. Speaking of buttons, be sure to go push that follow button on our Instagram account, at The Answers Obvious, and also on Twitter, at The Answers Obvious, so we can do numbers on that bitch. I am joined tonight, as always, by the co-host with the co-most. You can find her on the gram, go push that button, at Yo. Listeners of the greatest small pa- small podcast Nashville has to offer, I present to you, Rachel Young. What is good? Uh, that intro was pretty good. Yeah, only <laughs> only took me six <laughs> times to do it, right? I'm very pumped up after that. This is as pumped up as I can be after working CMA Fest, though. <laughs> yeah, so Rachel works for CMAs, y'all. <laughs> what do, um, every who does time she you work say, for? Every time you say... Uh, the speaking of mashing buttons, I feel sometimes I think you're going to be like, I push Rachel's buttons all the time and oh. just go straight into the co-host part. You know I'll be pushing them buttons. <laughs> What's funny is we've mentioned that you've worked for music festivals, for the NFL, for a lot of major corporations. I'm a freelance contractor. But if anyone would follow you on the gram, at Rachface, <laughs> oh, yo, yeah. they would know exactly who you work for. <laughs> I actually recently made my profile private again. Oh. You know, sometimes I'm just like, no, you got to follow me to look. Too many dick pics. Uh, <laughs> Courtesy of the Answers Obvious <laughs> listeners. Uh, you know, the last couple of times that I've uh, gone private, someone follows me and it really weirds me out because I'm like, you've been looking at my profile this whole time. Mm-hmm. And it happened again with a high school person. Creepers. So I'm wondering if maybe the high school person didn't know I had Instagram. I don't know if that nah, is a been, real thing. They've been creeping or on that Or they ass. really have been creeping me. And so, yeah. Well, I'm glad you have a, a threshold now <laughs> to make sure you I ain't got I still usually approve yeah. anyone, though. I don't follow you back, though. Damn straight. <laughs> you got to earn that follow from Rage Face Yo. <laughs> oh, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a... Uh, it's been a crazy week, a wild as we uh, just discussed off mic. I know it's been a crazy week for you. It's gonna be a crazier <laughs> weekend. It honestly, of all the like events, it hasn't been as crazy. Like it's, I don't know. We it, to a certain degree, it just gets to where we're repeating the same thing. But it's only Thursday. But like, well, I more mean the prep because I, I got you, you were talking about my week being crazy, and it honestly wasn't that bad. We got everything done yes yesterday, last week. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have any shout outs you want to give? Um, yes, I do. Oh, so my oh, shout shit. out is to buckle up. 
Okay, so let me preface this by I've uh, decided to change someone in my Celebrity Five. You know, when we talked about our Celebrity Five. Yo, after looking at the rundown, <laughs> I'm changing one in my Celebrity Five, too. <laughs> Because it goes along with yours. Please oh take, take okay. the floor. So uh, I did a a long like TV binge this weekend. And all I did was watch HGTV all morning. And it was a lot of Fixer Upper, which is one of my favorite shows on HGTV. So my shout out is to Chip Gaines from Fixer Upper. He is the demo daddy that I want in my life. The demo daddy. And Joanna, you're lucky bitch. The Zimmo Zaddy. <laughs> Dude, oh, but, man. okay, so let me tell you, I've always fucking loved him, but what put him, like, in the top five. So, and he always does corny shit like this, and I fucking love it. Okay, well, let me start with the obvious. He's handy as fuck. Like, he can, like, build you a table and... Uh, Takes his shirt off. Fuck you on that table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Number two, he seems like his great dad. He's always bringing his kids to work with these, like, little TV bits of, like, they pretend to help, but he's just, like, kind of trolling them a little. And it's like, obviously, this little kid can't help you with this crazy project you're doing. <laughs> it's all for TV, but it's super cute. Love it. And I also love that he – it's funny to fuck with little kids. This sounds really bad, but you know what I mean. No, it's like, great. Like, to, like, troll, like, it's just – I don't know. It's just That's funny to watch That's being him. friendly to children. <laughs> When really, we're just making fun of him. We're laughing at him. You're like, oh my gosh, stupid little kid. Anyways, (laughs) so what got me, Joanna, uh, I love, sometimes she just like doesn't even like acknowledge the hilarious dumb shit that he says because he's probably just like yammering on all day long. And so I love their interaction. So he, uh, they like built these custom uh, dressers or something for this house and they're going to pick them up or something like that. And Joanna's like, you won't be able to get them by yourself. They're uh, too big. And he scoffs and he's like, I'll show you something big. I'm oh! open. I'm open. He's going to whip out his dick. His but hammer. Instead, <laughs> his hammer. <laughs> but instead, while he's like, I'll show you something big, he reaches for his, uh, his uh, sleeve to flex. And it's just, Oh, my God. It was so hilarious. Uh, Damn. It, it, and I immediately text uh, my group of girlfriends and told them about the Celebrity 5 update. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you put that on there because Joanna Gaines is also. Oh, my gosh. She, she's she's so sliding in there. She's so cute. She seems so patient and just like, what a kind. Like, she's the de- Her picture would be in the dictionary next to kind. That's just what a sweetheart she is. She uh she she resembles or I guess my ex resembles her a bit. They do look alike, yeah. I'd say. She got that a lot when people were like, yo, who do people tell you look like? She said Joanna Gaines. That's hilarious because yeah. their vibes are totally different. Absolutely. Uh you know <laughs> if like <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say this. One's nice, one's a bitch. No Well I was gonna say like if uh jo- if Joanna was like a wannabe Instagram model. Sure. <laughs> I need to give Joanna the follow real quick. <laughs> Don't know why I haven't done that. Oh, goodness. What about oh, Blast? Oh, man. Gosh, you know, I don't know that I have a Blast. You tell me your shout-outs in Blast, and then maybe I'll be inspired. All right. I'm going to give a shout-out because we all know what month it is. It's Pride Month. 
So I'm gonna give a shout out to all my gay people out there. <laughs> I got a lot of gay friends in the fitness community, and uh, especially being down in New Orleans, it was uh, last weekend. It was it was fun to see everybody celebrating, and I know I know it's a it's a it's always a tough time, but gay people are the some of the nicest people I've interacted with, <laughs> and. I want to give I want to give two specific shout outs to two of my boxers and I know they they listen to I want to give a shout out to James I want to give a shout out to Connie. James has this crazy ridiculous shoe collection like that How many shoes does he have? I, I don't know. I got to ask James how many do you have, man? It's got a, What type of shoes are we talking? All kinds. Oh my gosh. Sneakers, sneakers, dress shoes, like boxing shoes are on point. Closet or does I'm he sure. have like a room? dedicated to the shoes man I, I wouldn't be surprised if he like had a room and it was just foot locker or something shoe like that shrine. shoe shrine and then uh and then connie connie is awesome she just connie travels does whatever the fuck she wants like she was like yo i'm going to Lollapalooza. i'm going to chicago i'm going to Lollapalooza. i'm following her on instagram and she's like it's a it's like helicopter tours. Five minutes later, she's what? like up in the helicopter looking out Lollapalooza. What she does whatever the, the fuck she fuck? wants. Uh, and, um, Connie, you're living your best life. And both of them, in the two years that I've known them now, they look incredible. And uh, they're they're like my my big gay family, and I fucking <laughs> love them. So happy Pride Month to all my, all my gay fam out there. You know, and, this is a special pride. So, and I'm new to learning this. Like, I've heard about the, like, Stonewall riots, but I didn't realize that that's kind of where Pride uh, started. So, do you know what the Stonewall riots no, are? Not to put to you on the spot? Me. Okay. So, I looked it up just so that I wouldn't, like, fuck it up. But, uh, so, it was, like, a series of spontaneous, violent demonstra demonstrations by LGBT community against the police raid that took place early in the early morning hours June 28, 1969, at the Stonewall Inn. So I had heard about the Stonewall riots before, but I didn't realize that, like, that is how Pride happened. So then, like, the next year, around, like, in June, that's when they had, like, a Pride to, like, commemorate, like, what took place, which is, like, really special that it's the 50-year anniversary. Damn, it's 50? Yeah. Holy shit. Right? So I feel like, gosh, we have come a long way, but we still have a really long way to go uh Ain't it's, that it's really scary time right now but i think this is a very happy month even though it started with a not so great for sure for sure <laughs> no it's it's great and like i saw on facebook one of my fraternity brothers uh came out and really? and and this and like you know i hit him up and was like dude you know everybody fucking everyone in our fraternity loves you. We don't yeah. give a shit, man. Like you're awesome. That was like a everything nice text. you do. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, embrace embrace who you are. Seriously. And and that's unless you're a hateful piece of shit, don't embrace that. <laughs> Cause I will <laughs> hunt you down. Fucked. I will fuck you up. Seriously though, Pride is one of my favorite events. Uh I just feel like it's like next level festival. Like whenever you go to a festival, everyone's just like fucking amped, like to be there and, like, so happy. I feel like Pride is, like, exponentially that. Because it's yeah. just, like, you're around a bunch of people who are just, like, celebrating themselves and being themselves and giving other people a safe place to do Damn the same. Sir, the gays know how to fucking party. <laughs> that being said, I do think, like, as allies, there's still a lot of things that, like, 
we need to, gosh, we should probably do like a, a segment on that, like how not to like, I, I read an interesting article uh, earlier this week about like how to act at Pride if you're an ally, just like friendly reminders of like, I don't know, it's treat gay people like what they are, just a regular person, you know, so like sometimes you, I feel like allies can get into trouble when it's almost because they're trying to like be so normal. It's like draw. It's like overcomp. You know what I mean? For sure. It's just for like, sure. Well, I'm. You know. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> who who made you king or queen of the gay people all of a sudden? You Gosh, know. Gosh, one of the uh, like tips or something was about like w- like queer women will still be hit on at Pride because like a lot of like single allies that are, I guess I should say single straight allies will want to, you know, go and celebrate and they hit on people. It's like not the fucking place. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yo, I got to make a reference to the late Ralphie May, one of our favorite comedians, my favorite comedians. I said our favorite comedians. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know that I've heard any of his stuff except for at MTSU uh, Week of Welcome. Right. So he's very raw and uncut. I do remember that. He does. He does. He does black jokes, Hispanic jokes, Jewish jokes, gay jokes, all of that. But he also he rounds it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he rounds it out. He rounds it out at the end with like a positive message. So he was talking about. Let me talk all this shit and then like just a little sprinkle of positive. So his his gay bit was about uh, was about his friend gay Tony, and he was he was talking about how like it's it's so good to have gay friends because they're always gonna gas you up. They're always going to hype you up and everything. They're fun to go out with. He goes, and not to mention, they ain't never, ever going to try to sleep with your girl. (laughs) He said, you got all your straight friends? You just wait. The minute you get too drunk and pass out at a party, go to your room, all of them are going to try to sleep with your girl. Damn. Not gay Tony. Not gay Tony. You you wake up four hours later, you know, at three in the morning, whatever, come, you know, go take a piss, and then you come out into the living room, and you're like, what's going on? Gay Tony's going to be sitting there with your girlfriend and be like, we did makeovers. <laughs> but. Oh, man. Yeah. It's uh so happy Pride Month, y'all. Uh, TLC is performing at our Pride. When, is, is it? Please tell me it's, it's after the, Bonnaroo. It's the 22nd Hell and 23rd. yeah, good. So it's, it's fucking CMA, then Bonnaroo, yeah, then Pride. Yeah, they did it all separate. <laughs> Just imagine. I guess Pride is always the end of the month. Ours is always. Yeah. Just imagine if, uh, if the Preds were in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh. on top of all this right now. It would be <laughs> crazy, but they're not. So, yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out to my, my gay homies out there. Any blasts, Rachel? Um, no, I didn't think of one. I got a blast. Go for it. I'm gonna pivot here. I'm gonna pivot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give a blast to iTunes. Oh shit! Y'all haven't heard. At the end of this month, iTunes will be no more. <gasps> what? It, I wonder if my coworker John knows. He's got like several like whatever like, tracks on there. Whatever that- you have, you will have. You will have saved. Okay iTunes. I'm in, like, don't even remember how iTunes works. iTunes in the sense of buying music now. You will not be able to buy music on the Apple iTunes platform. Crazy. That whole 99 cents, dollar twenty nine download, done. Obsolete. Streaming now. <laughs> they're focusing so they're focusing on Apple Music. They're focusing on Apple Podcasts, which you can subscribe to. The answer's obvious. Give us five stars and a <laughs> review. 
And they're focusing on Apple TV. You know, I think that we should give a moment of silence to iTunes because, like, how revolutionary was that when it first came around? It was big. I mean... And I feel like it kind of, like... This is... Yeah, I mean... In the, like, end, but, like, wow. How, like, crazy. That was the vision of Steve Jobs with the whole... With iTunes, it was to have a platform that you can play your MP3s from, but then that will eventually become a smart device. Yeah. So, like... I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, remember, crazy. remember all the different generations of of uh, of iPod and then iPod Video, iPod Color, iPod Touch, so iPod Shuffle. Would you say that the innovation died with Steve Jobs? Because I'm not trying to dog newer products, but was it as like revolutionary? No, or, it was. It, you know okay. what I'm saying? No, that's a good question. I don't think it died with him. I think it just ran its course the same way that that vinyl cassettes, CDs. And MP3s. But I mean, as a company, like, I don't know, like, you want... I don't think Apple has, has anything to do with it. I think it has to do with the consumer. We stopped, our generation especially, we stopped paying for music when we were kids. Yeah. We were downloading shit Hell illegally. Yeah. LimeWire, Kazaa, doing the ripping stuff from YouTube. Dude, okay, so this, we're going to go on a real tangent on this uh, blast, but... Uh, my mom all the time when she can't figure out something like with even her fucking text I message sends from her her email and I've told her time and time again how to fix it but she can't figure it out still texting me from fucking t- well I shouldn't say her I was about to say her email real quick sure yeah <laughs> but like it's her email At it's her. like it's like such a silly email and it texts me all the time anyways so um She'll, when I get frustrated with her, she's like, one day this will be you. And I'm like, I don't think it will, though. Like, I think that we, I think that we're that generation of millennial where, like, we were old enough to remember, like, what it was like. I mean, my dad had a bag phone. Like, and I, we, I remember having to, like, print off, like, uh, stuff from MapQuest. But I also remember, like, not knowing that, like, or my dad just knowing where to fucking go, you know? Like, sure. I would not survive. But also, we grew up with a lot of this newer stuff. So we're like, you know, you know, it's when we you know. grow up with it, you know how to work it. On top of that, I feel like I'm just naturally kind of good at picking up stuff like for that. For sure. You and know, I'm like, I don't think that they're, and that's generalizing for our generation, for sure. But I just don't. I just think that we're no, always we're, gonna be more with it. We're, we're tech. We're tech savvy. We understand how things work. I mean, do it, I do, do I blow all of that out the window with saying like I just think we'll be with it though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, during Apple's keynote, you know, where they announced this, they also announced a stupid fucking product for nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That Pro Stand, a stand. Oh, a, I didn't even see it. A stand, not a piece. Like that's it. So it's like a standing desk essentially. No, no, that's it like, is a. For a mic? For computers or for it's it, they what? Call it, so it's the pro stand. You can do it for you can do it for your laptop. Your, well, laptops will be obsolete soon too. But for your tablet, for your desktop, and all of that, it is a stand for the Apple TV. I don't all get of that. It. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, uh, look it up yeah, real I'm quick. Looking it up, look yeah. it up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with iTunes. So yeah, this sorry. is why I'm putting them on. This is why I'm putting them on blast. So I realize that people don't buy music anymore. I'm also blasting this dumbass stand. Okay, keep yeah. going. <laughs> I realize people, a lot of people don't buy music anymore, and that's fine because there's platforms set up and services to where we can stream entire catalogs, and, we, and you know we can just pay a subscription for it and all of that. The thing that's significant about this is there are still loads 
of artists that make enough revenue from sales. So think of it from an independent artist perspective. If you have a 99 cent download song, first off, Apple takes 30% of that. So for every 99 cent download, you get 70 cents. If you are independent and you are selling, you know, 10,000 copies of a track, all right? And or even, you know, if you if you're selling if you're selling 10,000 copies of something at 9.99 or whatever, that all goes to you. That goes your marketing efforts and your fan base goes to you. You don't have to split anything with a producer, a writer, publisher, label, anything like that. Now, on the other end, if if you are signed to a major label, and let's say let's say I cut a song for a major, uh, I write a song for a major label artist. I write the full song, and BB Rexa or G Easy or fucking Luke Bryan decides to cut my song. All right, on sales, digital sales, I am making fifty percent fifty percent of the sales revenue from that song. Damn. Streaming, I'm making dick. Shit. I met an I had an I had an Uber driver one night. He picked me up in this brand new white Toyota 4Runner. It was awesome. This guy is a songwriter, like everyone in this fucking town who drives Uber. <laughs> but I, you know, I when I asked him what he did, and I said, "Cool, like, you know, how long have you been doing it?" And it, that's when he told me he's been doing it since the early 2000s. He had a lot of he had a lot of cuts on a Jason Aldean record back when that sold millions of copies. So when something sells, then the writers get paid. When something is streamed, the writers get paid shit. Damn. So on Jason Aldi's most recent record, he had two tracks on there. He got paid only $5,000 for that for in royalties. And this, this shit has been streamed millions and millions and millions of times across Damn. Apple and Spotify. Do you think that... Oh, what's wait, the wait listen to this too. Because he has a publishing deal... He split 50-50 with the publisher. Oh, my God. So even if he didn't have a publisher, he would have only made 10 grand, but he only made 5 grand Dude. from it. Oh, I was thinking half oh, of 5 right? grand. So That's now, good. So now that they're taking, they're taking away that right for artists to, yeah, a lot of people aren't buying stuff, but they're taking away that option. But it's like, okay, and I'm not saying it's not shitty, but like if people aren't buying it anymore, like... People, I mean, these people are eventually not going to make that money anyways. But is this like, what's the solve for that? Do you just work it into your contract differently about like you get such and such of streams or like? That's that's a different that's a different road to go down to. That has to do with a lot of organizations, with labels, publishers, Recording Industry Association of America, songwriters associations, the government, everything like that. Jesus. But in order for artists, if they want to sell their music now, they're gonna have to sell. If they want to sell MP3s or sell vinyl, they're gonna have to do it on their own websites. So again, wow. So be, be, and th this is this, this is, is kind of huge, right? It is. It's huge <laughs> because again, it's 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 taking. Because like when I buy music, like because I don't buy a lot of music. If I buy music, it's because I bought like a vinyl, sure, or I went to like a show. Well, and and then I guess bought like a because I only well, man, I don't buy any music. Yeah, right, we don't. But, <laughs> but there but there still are people that do, and so. In my opinion, not me. iTunes have, has kind of just said, or Apple has said, like, well, we don't give a fuck about the DIY artists because that's the ones that it's going to hurt. DIY. It ain't, it ain't going to hurt if, if a major label artist sells 
50,000 copies on iTunes, whoopty fucking do. But if an independent it's funny artist when you say things like whoopty yeah. fucking do. But if an independent <laughs> artist sells 50,000 <laughs> sells 50,000 copies on iTunes, that's a lot of money. Shit. And now they're taking that away. But anyways, Damn. that's my fucking blast and we'll see how that pans out. But um I know I'll have another blast soon when my fucking iPhone starts slowing down with the new goddamn software. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, with that being said, if you are new to The Answer's Obvious, here's how we do the damn thing. We break each topic of the show down into segments, which you can find listed in the description of each episode. You'll also be able to know when each segment begins because we're going to put a time cue next to each segment. So that way, if you see that Rachel and I spend 24 minutes on an <laughs> intro or on shoutouts and blasts, you can skip that. You can get right to the Y'all juicy stuff. Every minute of that demo daddy bit. Right. And if, uh, you know, if you only got time for one segment, if you listen as you're listen commuting. Listen to the demo daddy bit. <laughs> Am I going to have to put a time cue next to Demo Daddy? <laughs> Maybe. I'll put in the description shout-outs. <laughs> but if, you, you know, if you're at the gym, if you're commuting, you only have time for one segment, you can listen to it, and you can get to the rest later. With that being said, as always, we got an incredible show for you. Rachel, shall we get into it? Let's do it. First segment, Rachel's Broad City Breakdown. Tell us what you did the other night. So, I went to go see Alana Glazier... Who is in Steve's top five? Steve's top top five. She's an actor and writer on the show Broad City, creator essentially, and oh my god, it was so good. So I wasn't so sure. Like, I mean, I knew that it was gonna be like her like stand up bit, mm-hmm. you know, but I I only know her like on Broad City, so I wasn't sure like how different it would be or like what the vibe would be. I mean, I know that she's not a like Alana Wexler is like based off of her life and her friend's life, and you know she is her, but she's also an exaggeration of her. But oh my gosh, it was like it seriously felt like I was just listening to like my BFF just telling me all these hilarious jokes. So how long did she play for? Uh, gosh, I don't even know. Maybe like an hour and a half. It, I laughed the entire time. It was so good. I lost track of time. Hell yeah! Time flies when you're having fun. I would have to check my Lyft uh, app honestly to see what time we left because oh I, yeah, I, we I had such a great night. Oh my gosh! So okay. She has two openers. The first one is um, a Jewish girl, of course. Nice. And uh, she was very, like, classic, like, (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a weird description, but, like. Do it. But, like, white girl Jew. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And so she was, like. We call that that Jappy. Jappy. Jewish American princess. (laughs) She's a Jap. But she was, like, one of my uh, favorite parts was like she was just talking about what it's like to be like a Jewish girl and like not a lot of people like understand like uh, being like I, I know I've said this before but like if you're Jewish it's more than a religion a lot of times it's like a culture you know yeah. like it's so I don't know you can be Jewish and still like I don't know I guess maybe it's more similar to Christianity. Then I'm, you know what I'm saying. You're like talking about a Jewish boy that lives in the South. I know <laughs> yeah. how, I know how it is. I'm well aware. That's true. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. But she was talking about like how, uh, she was doing something that made her feel like a Disney princess, but then she was talking about like butt brunette and just like small stuff like that. That was like so subtle. So it wouldn't always get like a, 
laugh, but it was just, I don't know, I guess since I hang out with like more, a, a lot of Jewish people, I'm like, oh yeah, I understand yeah. that reference, you know? It's like uh, that movie that Adam Sandler did, Don't Mess With the Zohan. Did you ever see that uh, one? I don't think I ever saw that. So if, if you're Jewish or if you've been to Israel, that movie is fucking hysterical. <laughs> also, if you're Middle Eastern, so like when I watched it with, um, with Zring and with Amin, One's Kurdish, one's uh, Egyptian. They thought it was hysterical too because it was a lot of Middle Eastern jokes in there. It, it's one of those things. So yeah. Like if you're Jewish or if you're if you if you're roommates with an Israeli like you, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> Oren gets mad. We were watching something. It was offensive, but he was like, "This is all racist, racist as fuck," and it kind of was. But I was like. <laughs> Of course, you wouldn't find any of this funny, you know, like because it's Jewish humor, <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh! So she was really good. She kind of reminded me of Taylor Simon a little bit, the way that she, uh, the like, not like what she was talking Just about, the but her mannerisms. Yeah. Like we were in the nosebleeds, but it was still really fucking good. I did feel like I was gonna like fall fucking forward because at Polk Theater, that's. Deep. Your seats look good though from the pictures. Ah, they were not. Good. You must have had that shit zoomed in <laughs> all the way. That was actually Amanda's photo, so my camera sucks compared to hers. So the guy that went, he wasn't as good. Like he kind of like uh, uh, the second opener. Yeah, the second opener came out and like kind of made a joke about like who's pro-choice, and we were like, <laughs> we were like, ah! like you know, pretty much everyone. Like, I would, I would like highly doubt that there was anyone that was like pro-life there so anyways after everyone was like ah, pro-choice he was like yeah fuck those babies and we were like okay like you <laughs> like <laughs> come on that's good that's so it's just like no like it's like not the same fucking argument dude and i believe like, that's what maybe this is the bit all along that's what's funny about it's it like wrong crowd but after that i was like i'm not listening to literally anything you're saying oh that's funny uh he kept talking but about not original he, i've heard that same joke before <laughs> he kept talking about uh like the similarities between like country music and like hip-hop because he's like from brooklyn and uh, he was talking about how, like, in his neighborhood, like, people don't leave. And so, like, the fact that he's, like, traveling around the country, like, doing, like, this comedy tour is, like, pretty huge. So he's just like, I've never fucked with country music before. And he was talking about that. <laughs> I don't even fucking know what song he's talking about. But it was, like, Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Uh, Who knows? Jack and, and Jill went uh, up the hill. Uh, yeah, I think it's well, he was, Thomas Oh, Rhett. Jack and Jill went up the hill, something, something about pills. And he was like, damn, like, we, the rat, he's like, there's not that much difference between country and hip hop. Drug he's references. Like, just, but I, so that was like kind of funny. And then from then on, he lost me. Yeah. All right. Tell us about um, tell us about my wife. Okay. So she comes out and oh, of course, like so we're at T Pack and the music before is like fucking uh Gucci, Nicki Minaj. It's like some great fucking music. And I'm like, of course she probably made this playlist. For yeah, us that's to, all like, Broad City. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which by the way, I've I started I rewatched Broad City last week. I might start watching it like I do The Office, to be honest. It's I'm on like hands down two. top show for sure. So when it's her time to come out, she just is like dancing like exactly how she does on Broad City. And then she like runs around the crowd and then she like gets to the mic and she's like really out of breath. And it was like, it was a bit, but it was true. Like she was like sincerely out of breath. And it was just hilarious. So then she's like, okay, 
So, and uh, making jokes about how, like, we're all obsessed with our phone, how she has, like, anxiety, even though she's, like, doing this show. She's like, we're going to get our posts out of the way. So, she's like, I'm going to do some approved, like, poses. So, she, like, does this one where she's, like, hands on her head, on her hip, like, you know, all sexy. And then the other one is the one that I posted where she's in the, I forget what yoga pose it is, but it's like a cheerlead, like, hold your ankle, that move. Right, right. Tree? I don't know. It might be tree. I don't know. So she does that, and we're all like, yeah, she's literally, like, holding her leg up in the air. So then she does a boomerang one. I saw that one. That was good. She's like, I'm going to take a boomerang now. Yeah. And then she did where she did hers, and then we all sang her mom happy birthday, Sandy with an I. Or I guess we said happy birthday, Sandy with an I. And then it was just like, I mean, that's, like, sad but true that it's like, don't stress about getting your picture now we're going to put our phones away and, like, be engaged. So it was just, like, hilarious. Um, it was really political, but not in a way that was, like, I feel like a lot of people just assume people are going to, like, shove it down your throat. And especially her, like, she can get pretty, like, what's the word? Passionate about, yeah, which, yeah. like, you know, it's how most people are, especially, you know, with what all's happening. But it was, like, in such a way where it's, like, on one hand, you're like, damn, but you're also, like, laughing about it. It's, like, bringing up issues, but in, like... A lighter a, form. Like, a lighter form. And, like, in a relatable way, you Do you know? go like, to a lot of comedy shows? I don't, actually. Uh, like, I've been trying to watch more on, uh, like, Netflix spe- specials. Yeah. But I honestly haven't been to Zany's all that much. So, comedy... One of the, one of the biggest things is comedians typically do a lot of political jokes. Yeah. Like it's always political and clearly we know the the audience that that it is. It's more it's more of a more of an open-minded progressive liberal market. So it's it's jokes about the other side and everything like that. So it's um what I wanted to ask you though was how dirty was she? Um I mean like I think that like that's the wrong like connotation of asking what you're trying to ask no i, I mean think that, I'm, like, I'm talking about i'm talking about language references but like let me put it this way here's amy Sh- on a scale from one to amy schumer or one to lisa lampanelli well okay i feel like lisa lampanelli literally titty fucks with a mic like that's like totally yes, different that's from, a 10 and amy, and amy schumer is probably a nine but i think that there's a difference between like because I love, I mean, like, I can get on board with that. I know that a lot of people are, like, stunned when women, like, have that sort of comedy routine. But I think with, like, Alana, like, this is just, like, how women like us talk, you know? No, like, that's what I'm saying, No, though. I know that's what you're so saying. So what was she on a scale from 1 to 10? 1 to Lisa Lampanelli, what well, was she? Well, it's like, I don't know. I mean. Did she say cunt? No. Okay, so then she doesn't even make it past the but five mark. But I mean, mark. she talked about like periods, like sex, like I mean, we talked. She talked. I, we talked because I feel like we were just best friends. Did okay. Hanging out. Periods and sex is cool. Lisa Lampanelli literally said, "I've had more black D in me than a urinal at the Apollo." Oh my. That's God. what I'm. That's the type of stuff that that like. <laughs> that, I already told you she was below that. Okay, so periods and sex. So what? A two? A three? <laughs> I'm just wanting what to know. What was, um, sorry, I have to burp. What was, uh, Amy Schumer? Yeah. Probably a nine. A nine. And that's not on a funny level. That's I just mean, on like a I guess grotesque I would say level. say maybe like a five, because I guess it's like, 
stuff that like people can be uncomfortable like talking about. Like there were women beside me that were like a little older when she was going in about like <laughs> what what it takes to like use a diva cup. And then, like, talking about, like, tampons and pads. I could tell they were, like, a little uncomfortable. But it's just like, sis, don't you know exactly what she's talking about? Like, that's what my favorite part about it was, like. And that's why I love, like, I don't know, more, like, female comedians. Because they talk about stuff and you're like, oh, my God, that's true. Like, she was talking about uh, (laughs) all tampons are cotton. And she's just like, think about it. Like, you stick, like, cotton, like, up there and it's like, dry as fuck because that's cotton's thing that's literally (laughs) cotton's thing is to be dry and you're like fuck you're right and it hurts you know like it's so that's it was just like so relatable and all her like political stuff was like i thought that it was going to be more just like a fuck trump but like she just did it in a way that was just like yeah like this is so fucked and we're laughing through it but like we need to get to work after this but like we're gonna laugh for now sure when she was talking about like comparing like our, like, country shame of, like, you know, racism, like, as back knee, and it's, like, the stuff that we know is there, and, like, now we're finally, like, putting pressure on it to, like, uh, just be rid of it forever, and so I'm not gonna go all into that, but just hearing her refer to, like, Trump as, like, a whitehead is hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Did she talk about, um, did she bring up Trump's trip to, uh, to London? No. Okay. Because she was talking about how, um, which she was talking about, like, oh, I love this part. So she was talking about how, like, they're specifically booking tours in blue dots in red states. And I, like, immediately got chills because I was just like, damn, like, I've never thought about, like, some, I mean, so I like know that Nashville, Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was just talking about, like, how we were, like, uh, which, how did she phrase it? Just talking about, like, we're the ones dealing with it. Like, not, there. there's racism everywhere. But, like, th- these are the concentrated places where, like, you are a literal blue dot. And you're surrounded by all these other people that, extr- like, it's not that we just disagree. Like, it's, like, we extremely, like, two other different sides just like, a, hot topic issues. Just a blueberry and a bowl of strawberries. <laughs> so we're just talking about how, like, we're in the trenches and, like, this is where the the flame is the hottest or something like that. <laughs> I was just like, fuck yeah. So it pumped me up. But, um, oh, shit. What, uh, there's one more thing I was going to say. Oh, she did talk a lot about, like, being, like, Jewish and, like, there aren't a lot of, like, Jewish people, like, I guess anywhere. Yeah. Like it's just like, (laughs) you know, like there's just a lot of like the same people who were famous. So like growing up, she never really had like this like girl that looked like her on TV and you know, stuff like that, which I know a lot of different minorities can say. Sure. um, It was, um, I'm still waiting for a black James Bond. Oh my God. Idris Elba, what up? She was also talking about, uh, Going through, um, fuck, what did I, what's the school, what did I say? Menopause? No, uh, the school. Jewish, Hebrew school? Hebrew school. Oh, my God. I People were laughing during this, but I was just like, what the fuck? So she was talking about, like, going through um, Hebrew school and how, like, they would have a, like, Holocaust simulator. You told me this. This is... 
Yeah, this is hysterical, but so wrong. Oh my god! Like hysterical. I was just like, "What the fuck?" So she was talking about like how like they're not nuns. What what are what would you call them? Hebrew, uh, just religious school teachers. So like they would be like, "Never forget." She's like, "I can't. I won't. I'm eight. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy shit. But she was also talking about how like the older kids in the Hebrew school would like pre- like pretend to be the German soldiers. I'm like, this is fucked on like all kinds of levels yeah so you never had to do anything like that hell no did you like heavily learn about the holocaust like yeah of course yeah we we watched we watched schindler's list uh did a whole like breakdown on and curriculum on that shit i've been to the i've been to the uh yad vashem the um holocaust memorial museum in in israel like i've like it's yeah i mean but no, we did not have anything like that where it was a simulator. Well, and I guess I don't have anything c- to compare it to because, like, I mean, I didn't go to, like, a Christian school. But, like, I've never – my only, like, experience with, like, learning the history things, like, about religion is not – is through, like, school. But it wasn't, like, a – Curriculum. A, it wasn't like, taught. It wasn't, like, a religious, like – how do I phrase this? Like, it was – I don't know. We didn't get into, like, religious parts of it. Just the events. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, well, I and like whenever I was in like Sunday school, it was all about like scripture, not like history. Right. Which I know is technically history. Yeah. But you know what I mean. No, for sure. For sure. That's that's funny though. <laughs> I won't forget. I I'll won't. never forget. I'm I eight. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's a fucking dream. I love her. She's just wearing jean shorts and a t shirt. I know. I saw. Oh my God. She's so I can't so wait cute. to watch. I tweeted her. I was like, girl, where you at? (laughs) That's great. I'm trying to tweet more. You should. So far, I've only tweeted the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race and Alana. Okay. So maybe I'll just tweet celebrities and that'll be my thing. I that's good. I need to give you the I'll give you the login for the answers obvi. Oh, thank you. Finally give me the no, I'm kidding. I used to tweet Aaron Paul every time I had a slice of pizza. Nice. I forget why. There was like a reason why. He never tweeted me back, though. It's fucked up. <laughs> never tweet. Ne- never again. <laughs> never again. Uh, uh, I so yeah. actually, I got a tweet off from the answers. Tweet off? The, ans- the answers obvious uh, on Twitter at the answers obvi. Oh, I, don't <laughs> I didn't if, even see it. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see in Phoenix, Arizona, from the from the Fox News station, a lady was, uh, you know, they call it life flight, where a helicopter picks you yeah. up, takes you. Did you see what happened with the elevator? No. I'm sorry. The helicopter elevator. <laughs> so that with the helicopter? No, I didn't. Oh god. All right. I don't know what happened, but this shit malfunctioned. So the lady's like wrapped up in, you know, like a mummy on the stretcher type thing and they they lifted her up. And this thing started spinning uncontrollably. Oh my god. And I'm about to show you. So oh if, if y'all want to see it, if you haven't seen this yet, you can go to the Wait, answers. Wait, you tweeted obby. this? Yeah, from the answers. I don't support it. Well, I retweeted it so I could talk about it here. So you can see what happened and just, oh, just wait. So again, y'all, oh my she gets she gets lifted up by the, by the rope and this thing starts spinning like a fucking out of control like merry-go-round. It looks fast and I know that it's like 10 times faster she probably spun seat. around spun around 
500 times oh in a matter of two minutes. And they're putting her back. Oh, my gosh. I'm worried. Now they're putting her on the ground. Well, they're trying to. They couldn't. She oh just kept spinning. What do they do? It's getting faster. I know, right? Don't, just when you think it's about to end, it, it turns up. It's crazy. Does it ever stop? Uh, in the video, no. How did they get it? Get it to stop? I have no clue. I can't believe you tweeted this. I retweeted it. Why did you retweet this? This is our only tweet? No. <laughs> it's our first retweet. It's our first retweet. But I, re I retweeted. Oh, at one point, they just take off with her. Is she okay? She's fine. 74-year-old woman. Oh, my yeah. God. Is it annoying when we watch stuff and then you just hear our reactions I mean, on the podcast? Yeah, right. I mean, if y'all, I, I did it in two That's reasons. One, because I wanted it, I wanted something on on our Twitter account, but also because that was hot in in news. Damn. But if you go to the Answers Obvi on Twitter, you'll see the Fox Ten Phoenix. I hope she's uh, okay. Twitter account with with the wild helicopter rescue. Holy shit! I hope she's okay too. Um, unfortunately, there's no way of finding out in this day and age. But I don't know. <laughs> Shall we move on? Let's do it. Next segment. The Sizzle Incident, <laughs> Volume 2. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So I realized that we have some new listeners after last week, uh, which was great because in Mickey's Bachelor group text, Mickey did profiles for everybody. He did a an embarrassing picture and then did like a rundown on everyone because you had a lot of people, like none of us knew Mickey's DC friends and oh vice versa. Oh my God, that's pretty funny. It was great. So did he set it up like, this is what I'm about to do or did he just start blasting everyone? He started blasting everyone. I and it was hear a couple. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what he wrote for me. <laughs> Let me scroll up here. It's going to take a minute because we had a lot of activity in the group text. And I'm almost there, and still not there. Listeners are like, you could have just cut this part out. We ain't cutting it. <laughs> and here we are. Okay, so this is what he said to me. He goes, this is Steven, a.k.a. Stevie G, Stevie G. Yes, twice. We grew up in the same neighborhood, and Steve liked it so much, he decided to stay. <laughs> um. Uh, he also has taken up recording a podcast where he derives his best content from very original sources. He is our weekend's organizer and will ensure that we, quote, stick to the rules of party. Um, so, yes, that's... <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Let me see the photo. No, it's it's just me doing prayer hands oh. in, a, in a normal... I, I got been any photo, uh, I, got, I got lucky with that one. So, um, with that being said, I immediately texted a link to the Spotify... Uh, answers obvious <laughs> episode and I gave the timestamp where of the sizzle incident from <laughs> from Harry's wedding and uh, everyone listened to it so <laughs> so they got an idea um, which thank you guys for that so so this is what y'all been waiting for the sizzle incident volume two so Mickey's getting married in October and we had our batch we had his bachelor party our bachelor party down in <laughs> New Orleans Louisiana ever heard of it of course you have. That's where Rachel and I met officially. Uh, yeah, how could I forget? On Bourbon Street, I walk out of this bar, and Rachel is just going in on her then boyfriend. And like, you make me feel I have like a like. Whenever you tell the story, I'm like, I sound like a bridge. No, you don't. It was really. I mean, it was it was a lovers' quarrel. <laughs> 
But I walk out, and this guy, he's clearly just drunk out of his mind. hes He looks defeated. His hands are in his pockets, and Rachel's just going in. And, of course, me being me, and I've seen Rachel around but never been formally introduced. I was I walk up, and I have my camera he's at the time. seen me around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seen her around frat row. Okay. Fratting around, huh? <laughs> Not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> and I see... Also I, true, though. <laughs> I, have, I have this camera, and I walk up, and I'm like, oh, oh get this. my God. And I'm like, yo, get him. And Rachel's like, yeah, and another thing. Wait, why does your face look like that? What, just, that's not what I said. It's not what you said, but probably. If you could find that video, throw it away. <sighs> I do have it somewhere. Oh, God. But anyways, um, so we're down in New Orleans. The theme of this trip, it was a golf trip. We were, we were going to play golf on Friday with, uh, with some of the, with uh, mainly the Nashville crew. And uh, and another guy, Drake, that joined from Knoxville, and uh, and then Mickey's younger twin brothers, uh, Jim and Nick, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy John, Justin and Jeffrey, one of them. Jimmy John. So the idea was to stick with the with the uh, golf theme. So we played we played golf on Friday. It was a lot of fun. Five of us golfed. Eight of us uh, went along. So Max drove my cart. And then Harry and Adam were in another golf cart. So we had. What's it like? We to had four go golf golfing, carts. but not golf. Uh, I mean, just as fun or no? I guess if you're on a bachelor trip, it's fun. I mean, they were they were shotgunning beers and blasting music and just goofing around how, the whole time. How hot was it? It was pretty hot. No, no that one got. Sounds burnt. like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Did you see? Happen to see Harry's uh, story that day? Is I it, think so. I, I saved a lot of it. It was uh, there was some good content there. <laughs> we were playing the. Harry's we were playing pretty good on the the Instagram. He's good. He's good. You know the the whole uh, like the Chopper style song. Chopper style. Chop 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 it up. Chopper. It was it was an old song, but it came back with the Saints in the playoffs this year. Oh. So there's a dance where you like you're on a chopper. You know, like a motorcycle, and you're doing this all around. Uh-huh. So we're doing that on the golf course and all that shit. So anyways, <laughs> so it was a fun time. It was cool. a fun time. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and get into into the fun segment. Get into it. Sticking with the theme of golf, we decided to play pub golf or bar golf. So let me lay out the rules to everybody listening here. In golf, you play 9 or 18 holes. So we did 9 holes, 9 bars. It's a lot of bars. It's, not, it's nine bars. But when you're in New Orleans and that's your activity, yeah. it ain't nothing. Um, so Justin and Jeffrey picked nine bars that we would go to. Some of these bars had a signature drink. We're all familiar with the hurricane and the hand grenades and the different drinks there. Hand grenades? That yeah. was a Jersey store. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, my God. I, I don't know why. I've been watching their show. Sorry. I don't want to take up too much time. De- but on this next, derail. On this <laughs> next episode, we're going to talk about uh, Reality Vinny TV. Vinny. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what we'll talk about. Okay. Sorry. Continue. So. Sizzle's had enough airtime on this fucking podcast. Am I right? Th- this, is, this is for, <laughs> this is for the, the Sizzle squad. This is for the episode that we didn't talk about him at all. And he got upset and texted us about it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Mickey texted us and was like, damn, for real, y'all? This is all for you, Mick. You get okay, your own sorry. segment. Continue, continue. So nine holes, nine bars. Everyone's wearing a golf shirt, okay? Or, or some sort of party shirt. And the rule was... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry to interrupt again. Again. How much <laughs> do people... Was it what they regular we- regularly wear? And how many people were, like, dressing the part? Dressing the part. 
everyone was dressing. Yeah, the part? everyone was dressing the part. Okay. Everyone was, everyone was doing it. It was fun. So, the rule was that you know in golf, the hole will be a just for those who don't play golf or no golf. If there is a if there's what you call a par four, whatever the par number is, that's how many that's how many strokes it takes. That you have to hit to, to yeah to, to to stroke it yeah <laughs> so that means if to make par on the hole you get it in in four holes if it's a par three you need to make it in the hole in three par five you make it in in five shots very simple right yeah so for every every shot that you get in under you call that's that's you know that's a What's that, the highest? that's a birdie and then you have then you have an eagle if you get it in two under so so if it's if it's a if it's a par three. And you get it in, and if you get a hole in one, that's an eagle. If you get it in on your second shot, that's a birdie. If you get it in on your third shot, that's a par. What's the highest par? Uh, five. So it's typically three, four, or five. Then, if you it, for every stroke over that, you call that a bogey. So a, mm. a bogey, a double bogey, and so on, and everything like that. So interesting. So in golf, you want to have the lowest score and everything. But in this in this case, just to to keep it going with the theme of golf, in order to make par on that hole, that bar, you had to do two things. You had to you had to consume one drink, whether it was a drink of your choice or if it was a mandatory signature drink of that bar, and you had to finish it within thirty minutes allotted time at that bar. So. If you go, you go into a bar. You show, you know, you show that you have a drink. Cool, you've made par. Now there are ways that you can lower your score and completely fuck your score uh, by playing this game. So ways that you can lower your score and better your score is essentially do anything to keep the party going, the fun going, embarrass Mickey, put him in weird situations, make us all laugh, but also doing courteous things. So if you buy, if you buy drinks for, for other members, then that lowers your score. If, if, uh, if, you know, if you were able to get someone to flash Mickey, which that did not happen, then, <laughs> then you, you know, lowers your score. But also there's ways to penalize your score. Did y'all try and get someone to flash? I'll get to that. Oh God. Uh, to, to, to bogey or to have penalty strokes, if you spill your drink, that's a stroke. If you spill someone else's drink, that's two strokes. Same thing. If you stumble and fall down two strokes, here's my favorite one. This was a penalty. If you, if you were caught talking on the phone to your significant other outside of the bar, that oh, was a penalty shit, stroke. So that's you had funny. So inside they're like, what? I can't hear. You know, all of that, all that fun stuff. <laughs> So, so that essentially you had to do acts of kindness, keep the party going, and all of that. Acts of kindness. Yeah, acts of embarrassment, and uh, and you got you got points, so to speak. Yeah. So your boy don't drink. So I was the ref. So I had my ref jersey on, which I later cut the sleeves off of. <laughs> uh, my whistle, and I had red and red and yellow penalty cards. I love that so much. It was great. <laughs> so I and I have the scorecard, which I have the scorecards here right now. I will go ahead and say you this. You have the scorecards. Let me see one. Well, I gotta. I'll get. I'll give them to you as I okay. as I read each one. I'll I just go ahead. See what they look like. I'll go ahead and tell you that you know, going with the, how golf is scored, I pretty much just gave you points Who? and took points away for for each yeah. hole. Yeah. Who made those? I did. So are they like? How'd you make them? So these are no. These are soccer scorecards that I got from Dick Sporting Goods. Okay. But I just did my own thing on the back. Okay. It was just easier that way. So, for example, at the first hole, 
which was Beer Fest, uh, I have, you know, everybody, they got a drink, they checked it in with me, and I gave them their point. Harry saw that there was, or heard that there was shit music playing, so he went up to the jukebox and played good music. So he gets points for that. <laughs> uh, we have Drake, who got this hot girl to feed Mickey a shot and give him a little on the cheek. <laughs> give Drake a kiss on the cheek, not you, Mickey. Wink, wink. And uh, he got a point for that, you know. Mickey got caught spilling and, uh, and, and got points taken away for spilling and for sipping a shot. <laughs> so it would be funny. Every time, every time Mickey would spill his drink, people would be like, yo, Mickey's spilling his drink. He'd be like, I did not. They spilled it. And I'd walk over and I'd give Mickey a yellow card. And I'd be like, all right, 18 more of these cards and you're out of here, buddy. <laughs> um, so that was, that was the first hole and I just kept tallies there. Um, second hole was the swamp. The swamp has a, their version of a mechanical bull called the swamp thing. So if you rode the swamp thing, you got points. So Mickey and, uh, and Ellis, they got, you can keep it over there. They, they, uh, they did, they rode the swamp thing. Uh, Ellis's times was 15.8 seconds, 12.5 seconds, and 2.6 seconds. Mickey, 14 seconds. 26.6 seconds. He stayed on that thing. Mickey knows how to ride it, y'all. Oh, my God. And, uh, and then 3.9 seconds. Um, then, then you know, point other, also, we noted at this hole, no one could buy any drinks for Mickey because they loaded him up on that first hole that we were like, oh, Mickey's going to be fucking sick. This oh, is going to be bad. Shit. So, like, okay, we're putting a fucking, we're putting a three-hole band. That's nice. <laughs> three-hole Especially after band. Mickey Mickey rode the damn swamp thing. After he rides a swamp thing, because because he set he set the record that day because it was still early, uh, the guy controlling it gave us um, complimentary entry to the penthouse club strip club for later. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, other notable notable points this round: uh, Connor for taking the slow mo video of Mickey riding the swamp thing <laughs> with the beads flying everywhere and oh all of that in the epic God. wipeout. Um, oh, what do I? Ha- oh, oh, I got another one. This is a great one. Uh, I got uh, I got uh, gave a point for to Chris for reapplying sunscreen, <laughs> and uh, so he wouldn't get a red card. Um, then there was a photo booth there. Uh, Justin took a photo with this gator statue, and then uh, notable points deducted was when there was hula hoops on a stage. Jeffrey got a hula hoop and just epic failed at trying to hula hoop, so he was deducted points for that. <laughs> you fucking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we got to we got to uh, the third hole. I'd probably. Are you gonna read every single yes. hole? Uh, God so damn it! This one's quick. So we had. A sp- Why don't you just pick your favorite things out of not each hole, but like? Because there's a plot twist. Oh God. Okay. Hole three was Am I at the only one that's like he's gonna keep reading this. Hole three was at huge ass beers. Now, holes three, six, and nine are what we call water three, hazards. Three, six, nine. <laughs> Damn too far. Three, six, nine are water hazards, meaning you couldn't pee at those holes. And if you got caught, then it was penalties. That's pretty funny. Um, uh, Harry and, and Jeffrey uh, shotgunned, uh, shotgunned beers, so they got points for that. Drake bought a giant communal beer for everyone. Chris bought beers for a lot of a people. Got a lot of points. Cor- 
uh, communal beer. Yeah, just it's the place is called Huge Ass Beers. Oh. So it's a big ass fucking oh, thing of I beer. See, I see, I see. And then uh, Jeffrey and Harry from the balcony were able to uh, get some titties in return for some beads for Mickey, <laughs> and so they they got some points. Um, get some titties is how he just read. Nobody, that. No, I'm so over this. Nobody, uh, nobody got water hazard uh, or any that penalties you know for that. Of. I I stood, stood outside that the bathroom. bathroom. This is where it got fun. All right, now we go to now getting them titties wasn't the fun part. Um, I, I mean, keep going. Four was Tropical Isle, the place of the hand grenades. This is what was interesting. So, um, um, three girls came in for a bachelorette party: Bobby, Crystal, and Haley. Uh, Bobby's the bachelorette. Crystal and Haley are married. They ended up joining our squad, okay. and it was it was a lot, lot of fun. You know, That's so hilarious. so at the hand grenade, so at Tropical Isle, they they give you the little plastic hand grenade to go in your drink, and they had these baskets hanging from the ceiling where you toss them in. So it just became a free for all where we're just all throwing stuff, and I'm like sitting there like taking points down for everyone <laughs> who's getting it in. Um, Mickey got complimented on his shirt and got a point. He got complimented um, on his shirt. Uh, Andrew Overton. <laughs> Played music on the jukebox. Uh, uh, Drake uh, Drake bought a girl a drink for her bachelorette scavenger hunt, and um, and uh, Mickey got his shirt complimented. Uh, and so then I have on here Bobby also got four points. <laughs> Good job, Bobby. So uh, that that's that's where it started. Uh, oh God! The, so the fifth the fifth bar, everyone's playing now. So Bobby got three points that hole. Crystal got two. Haley got two. Uh, the MVP of hole five was Connor and Andrew because they bought hella drinks for everyone. For some reason, I have on here Harry, Orin, Justin, and Jeffrey were all deducted points. I don't know what for. Orin oh, wasn't even there. <laughs> I do know what for. I do know what for. It was. Um, it was so we had a rule too that anytime somebody asked what we were doing, you couldn't say we're on, we're playing pub golf or we're on a bachelor. You had to say oh we're just playing through, which is a golf term. You know? <laughs> and uh, Harry, wait, ha- was this on Saturday? Was Oren there? Yeah, Oren made it. Oren oh, okay. made it Saturday morning. He was all part of it. Uh, so that was hole five. Hole six. We're just playing through. <laughs> hole six. Here's another water hazard. And How I, many more holes? A few more. <laughs> so. Um, Hole six, I noticed that Jeffrey is going to the bathroom. <laughs> so, And this is a jazz bar. Everyone has to drink like a bourbon drink here and like live jazz. It was so fun. So how they know? Did you tell them what drink to drink or was yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, there were, yeah, pretty much it was, it was, this was one and there were, I think there were only three holes where there was a mandatory drink. That way people could get beer if they wanted to. We knew, we weren't trying to get everyone liquored the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. a funny thing from the tropical aisle um, hole was, I would give everyone a two-minute warning that we were leaving, and and uh, and and Rob said, "Yo, Overton hasn't f- finished his drink," and I was like, "Overton, it's gonna be penalty uh, strokes." He goes, and he has his full hand grenade. He goes, "Yeah, man, just give me the strokes. I'm not drinking that. That's disgusting." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? For being honest, <laughs> no points deducted. You know, I like that." Oh my gosh. Um, so I follow. So anyways, right, hole six. I follow Jeffrey into the bathroom. I blow my whistle really fucking loud, oh and I was like, "Water hazard." Penalty, two minutes, you know, uh, stand, stand and, and like he's trying to get out the door and I'm preventing him from getting out. So I immediately go back into the bar to tell Mickey what just happened. And he ain't there. Oh, no. 
And I'm and I spread the word. I'm like, yo, I can't find Sizzle anywhere. Where is he? We're all looking around. We thought he may have been outside talking to Ankita on the phone. He's, you know, I look at the the bars next door to see if he's in the bathroom yakking or anything. We can't find him. We lost him. So we're all chilling there for about ten minutes. We're like, what the fuck? Well, he finally texts Ellis. I somehow managed to make it back to the place. Oh, no. And he's like, I'm going to bed. Oh, my gosh. And we're like, fuck, it? man. This, we still have three more holes left. What, what are we going to do? It? it is like maybe four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it is, Jesus. It is not late at all, okay? Oh, my God. So we're all standing outside this not bar. Not late at all, but y'all had been we sta- out there. We started at, we started at, uh, at two. We started, we started at two. Oh, well, y'all really fucked him up then. So, I'm blaming y'all. Sure. Well, Mickey's a lightweight, too. Aren't you, Sizzle? Here's the funny part. We're all standing outside of this bar, and we're looking around like, well, Bobby, it looks like we're celebrating your bachelorette now. <laughs> so we pivoted, and we ended up celebrating Bobby's bachelorette party. We're like, all right, hole seven, where do you want to go? And she was like, I want to go to the Cat's Meow. We're like, Let's go. Oh, my God. So we go, to the, we go to this place. So now everybody's fully committed. At one point at this bar, Bobby and Haley came up to me and were like, yo, can we pee at this bar or is it a water hazard? And I was like, hole seven? No, you're good to go. <laughs> and Connor comes up and he's like, dude, those girls are so committed. That was so casual right there. I was like, by God, you're right. This, this is just, they're part of it. It's a thing now. Um, th- and So at this point... Oren and Jeffrey went to go check on Mickey. So we lost we lost two at, at that one, but, yeah. but they got points That's for, for good. doing that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oren's and, probably like, get me the fuck yeah. out of here. So some notable uh notable points for this one because there was a this was a karaoke bar. Um Overton went up to do karaoke, but it was a forty five minute wait, but he still got points oh for my God. he still got points for doing it. And I yeah. said, What song were you gonna do for bonus points or for points of duck? He said, I was gonna do James Brown, I feel good. And I was like, all right, we'll add a couple more on there for you. <laughs> uh, Bobby got up on stage, uh, and let's see who else got up on stage. Um, Overton got up on stage. Uh, we found out that that Connor and Bobby, because Connor's engaged too, we found out that Connor and Bobby are getting married on the same days, so they got points for uh. that. Uh, Drake got up on stage, was shirtless on stage. Uh Harry did a Guitar Hero contest on stage, un- <laughs> unbuttoned his shirt, did the truffle shuffle and yes. all of that. So that was overall that was a that was a notable bar right there. <laughs> I mean, but there was a stage, people that were getting lit. That sounds so fun. It was fun. Uh, bar eight, we went to Fat Tuesdays, which has all the daiquiris and shit. Uh, Oren, Oren spilled a drink. He got points deducted. He spilled again. Then he faked a spill to blame on someone else. So. <laughs> Or just got hella points deducted that hole. And then uh, the last hole we went to, hole nine, was the dungeon, which uh, which was really cool. Inside, uh, Chris dropped a glass and broke it, so he got points deducted there. Wow. And this is where everything kind of slowed down, and uh, and you know people were just getting points for drinks and all of that. But uh, I'm glad I kept score because it was very close. So clearly, Mickey came in last. <laughs> so here's the thing, too. We, we, we said at the beginning, whoever comes in last has to get their belly button pierced. Oh, my God. Less permanent than a tattoo. I thought it was supposed to be a tattoo, yeah. Le- not, not as permanent as a tattoo. Orin was like, they're going to make me get a tattoo. And I was like. Just Orin. don't be a bitch, Orin. Come on. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh. Because um, the, the thing is, at the end, people were asking, like, what the score was. And people were like, oh, I know. I mean, like, Harry was like, I know I got this sewed up. And I was like, I don't know, man. You got to realize that 
there were several bars where some of these guys were buying, like, you know, Chris and Andrew and Connor and Ellis, they were buying, like... Wow, do y'all want to come to my bachelorette? Right. <laughs> and they got points for every time they did that. So, um, Are you going to do uh, pub golf at my bachelorette as my bride's... Or, wait, my... Bridesmaid? Yeah, as my bridesmaid. Yeah, I'll wear the ref shirt and everything. <laughs> Might even strip afterwards. <laughs> But, uh, okay, that would be too much. <laughs> but so, so Mickey's brother Jeff won actual golf on Friday, and he beat Harry by one point. Damn! At pub golf. And wait, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey. That's fucking right, Jeffrey. So we had uh, Jeff in first with twenty four, Harry in second with twenty three. Drake. Is it Joffrey or Jeffrey? Jo- Joffrey. <laughs> Drake had twenty two, and then we had a bunch that had, like, Orin. Ellis, Connor, Andrew all had twenty. That's right, babe. Uh, Chris, That's Orin, babe. Chris had <laughs> Chris had nineteen. <laughs> Rob had sixteen. Justin had fifteen. So it was it was pretty close. It was fun. But to give superlatives, um, <laughs> I fucking love superlatives. So I love how committed all of y'all were. That was the best part. Oh, at the end, at the end of the dungeon, um, everyone ate hot dogs, and then we went to the strip club, <laughs> the girls included, at. So we get there at 7.30 to use our complimentary entry. They're like, oh, you can't use that until 8 o'clock. We're sorry. We're like, okay, well, how much is covered? They're like, oh, just a dollar. We're like, hell yeah. So we, go, we went in there. We had a great time, all that. So before I continue with, with, um, with uh, my, my final segment here of the casino, I got to— We don't have any more holes to discuss? Oh, that's it. I'm kidding. That was funny. I should have just let you play through. <laughs> Boomps. So Drake gets MVP for sure. Uh, Drake kept the party going. All these guys ha- were were fun uh, and just you know have have become awesome friends. I love that whenever like two friend groups like that, like y'all obviously Mickey's the common denominator and yeah. y'all hit it off. That's great. Um, one of my favorite parts was Friday night when the DC crew got there and Connor made a comment about. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad Mickey's friend, Mickey's other friends view Mickey the same way we do. This oh. is we were, we were like, oh yeah, this is right. Um, so, awesome. so I'm gonna give Drake Drake the Drake the MVP. Um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, Harry the best sock award. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He was wearing some pretty fly he, he socks l- that day. Literal award. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I didn't know if that was like a euphemism. <laughs> oh no no like literally wearing socks. What they look like? Uh, they um, there's a picture. I'll pull up the picture, but they're very colorful. Mickey had um, God, I can't even talk about this. Worst. I'll tell. T- <laughs> so Mickey booted and rallied after we did. when we got back from the strip club. Mickey booted and rallied. <laughs> um, fuck the superlatives. I'm just gonna go into this. Uh, so we go to the casino before we go back to the strip club. And we're walking by a roulette table on the way out. Drake parlays $100 from black on the roulette table. Because you know you can pick a number and you can pick red or black. And if you hit that color, then you just keep your money on and you keep doubling up. They call that parlaying. He turned 100 into like over $2,000. God damn. This is where it got fucking crazy. One guy, Chris, put... Like $125 on red one, which when you play roulette, that's not what you do. You spread it all out so you have more, you, the odds yeah. are in your favor, okay? So he lost that for sure. 
Two rolls later, he says, fuck it, and he puts $50 back on red one. And it fucking hits. <laughs> when seventeen fifty on that. Oh shit. The very next the very next spin, Harry puts $25 on black 31. And it fucking hits. $875 payout. Oh my god. So within five minutes, the squad won five grand. Damn. So with that being said, I gotta give Chris the Scotty Reynolds number one baby <laughs> superlative. Uh, I guess you had to be there. That was a Is thing. Is that an IJ? It was a thing. <laughs> uh, we went to strip club, had a great time. One of my favorite parts of strip club was at the towards the very Getting end. Getting titties. Oh, that. Uh, where, where this girl's dancing in front of us, and she looks at us. She's like, y'all look bored. And, and, <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not that we're bored. It's just we've all had a really long day, and – we have no, we have no more money, and, <laughs> and the bachelor's nowhere to be found, so we don't really know what to do right now. Oh my god! Uh, so she said, "Y'all look bored." Yeah, we're like, no, it's. It, I'm glad she called it out, like, bitch. Like, well, we're not. It's not that we're not bored. We just don't know what to do, right? We don't know <laughs> if we should leave or we should, we should wait. Um, <laughs> Sunday morning, I'm leaving. I have an early flight. I find fifty dollars in chips in my fucking pocket, and I said, Mick. Either cash these cash these out for me or use it on the roulette table. So Mickey sends me a fucking picture later. And he says, You wouldn't believe it if I told you. So what he did was they put they put twenty-five dollars or they put fifty dollars on black. And they said, if it hits, we're gonna continue to play. And it hits black, so they doubled up, they have a hundred. They took twenty they took fifty, twenty-five, put it on red, and put twenty-five and put it on red one. And red one hit fucking again. Oh, and they got like, a $900 payout. What the fuck? So do you get that money? Or yeah, like- man. <laughs> I know you and Chris split it. Do I get a third? That was my $50, Sizzle. Give him at least $50 back. I'll double that shit. He put that on black. <laughs> I'll um, treat you to a nice steak dinner. Yeah, make you want to go to, uh, oh, what's the place down there? Texas Day Brazil? Uh, I can't remember the name. That, I think. That was on Memphis, West End. right? That oh, one's on Weston. There's two. Rodizio. Rodizio. That's yeah. it down there, Mick. I'll take you to Rodizio. <laughs> but uh, he, he, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, this was a fun ass trip. It sounds pub like golf, it was fun. Pub golf was great, and I like the way y'all did it. It was different from when we did Mitchell's birthday. It's cool, and like we kind of spawned something from this. I'm thinking about posting on like Airbnb experiences or on Craigslist, like. Having a referee for your bar crawls or bachelor or bachelorette parties in Nashville. And like. Uh, is this actually a new business that you're coming up with? And thing you'll that, just do this around this is town? A, this is a thing that we're talking about. <laughs> so think of it. If we had, we had more than 10 people. And it was over the span of, uh, over the span of six hours. Okay? You'd be really good at that. So, and so Mickey took a picture of. He zoomed in on me in the ref in the ref jersey with the whistle, he was like, you'll never know how hard you party until it's official like a referee with a whistle. <laughs> so, you know, just going around doing shenanigans, keeping track, get a, a trophy or something. So we're thinking about doing that. That's awesome. It'll be fun. But shout out to everybody who was part of the trip. And yeah, I can't wait to see all these people in October for the, for the wedding. Actual wedding. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a good time. 
But yeah, I think we're gonna do that. We're gonna I'm gonna start refereeing parties from now on. <laughs> Party fouls out the ass, just blowing the whistle, being obnoxious. And I might even strip at the end. Oh, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> you know what? Uh is it Phyllis's bachelorette or Yes, it's is Phyllis's it when No, it's Angela's bachelorette. Angela and Dwight. It's Angela's bachelorette where they get Meredith's son to come in and I'm he strips. Sure. I will bet you $900 from Red One that it is Angela's Bachelorette because they steal her and lock her in the trunk. Yeah, I think it's a... T- hold on. Meredith's son. Phyllis never had a Bachelorette. She didn't? No. Didn't she have that thing at the... It was one of the last episodes. What about when Ben Franklin came? Well, they had... Yeah, they had that and Michael Scott was like, are you wearing a thong? And he was like, what? No, but it was Angela's Bachelorette and they were... They uh, they had a. Why would they get Angela a stripper though? Because that's what you do during bachelorette. Parties. Angela, you don't get Angela a stripper. Well, that was the irony of it. It was like make make her feel uncomfortable. Hold on. And the stripper shows up, and it's Meredith's son with the face tat on yeah, his. Yeah, you're right. It's Angela's bachelorette. Don't ever question my office. And she's like, wait, office. what's her son's name? Uh, I can't remember. She's like Jakey. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, no, get back to. She's like a stage mom, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, keep it going. There you go, Jake. And then, the, and then Mo's kid. He's like, should Angela. I stop? And she's like, no, keep going. Okay, pointless. Yeah. You're right. Fuck off. Don't ever question my it's office trivia again. Question. Oh, you mocking me now? Final segment. What you doing this weekend? Um, so I'm working CMA Fest, but I am actually gonna get to see some of the Nissan stuff on Sunday. Which oh shit! I'm not that big a fan of country music. Con- '90s country did raise me. I thought you were raised on Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, that wasn't you. Would uh, "Take You Back Sunday" be the, like uh, a tangent from or parallel to Limp Biscuit? I don't know. Did "Taking Back Sunday" do it all for the nookie? They <laughs> didn't. Oh well, then. I could have sworn you were raised on Limp Bizkit. Maybe that was me. I can't remember. Anyways, go ahead. 90s country. Do you country. sincerely think that I was like a huge Limp, limp Biscuit fan? I can't even fucking say it. Well, you were wearing that, that red New York Yankees hat backwards when I saw you the other day. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> My I'm bad. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, so you're going to go see. Oh, my God. Okay, so I get to go on Sunday. And I'm, like, pretty pumped. Mary Morris is going to be playing that day. Is Billy Ray and Cyrus playing that day? I don't know. Because you know what's going to happen if so Billy I, Ray Cyrus plays. Oh, my God. Did you, know you see who's, my story? You know who's coming out. Did y'all see my story? I, I was, like, story. talking about how I was listening to country music to prepare for this weekend. But it was mostly the older stuff. It wasn't, like, anyone. I don't know a lot of the people that are playing, to be honest. But, um... Oh, when does Billy Ray Cyrus play, though? I'm not sure. He's slated for but either Saturday But he actually plays? Yes. I did not know that. At Nissan. And you know who's going to come out. You think so? They would be the dumbest fucking they idiots. They really would, right? Yes. Wait, should we try and go? I'm not getting down there for it. I'd rather just watch it online. <laughs> I'd rather watch... That song... Is amazing. It I is. Can't even I love lie. it. I lo- have you seen the music video for <laughs> no, Old Town Road? I we're watching either. that. We're watching that before we get out of here. Oh my god. That's that's gonna be fun though. Um. So on Sunday, I can only make the Nissan stuff because of my shift, but um, we're gonna see Old Dominion, 
Marin Morris, Keith Urban, and then Luke Bryan plays, and I have like <laughs> don't give a shit. I about like those other three. You Luke said. Bryan at all. I watched him on American Idol, you know, because of Eddie. I, he would just be like, you know when people just like sing? <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking stupid. And I guess it's different when you like do that for a living. But like, I don't know. It's You're singing, but it's like in... It just seemed like it was like all for the cameras. And it's like you're not even that great of a singer, so just shut the fuck up. You know when they get like those like behind the scene bits that like aren't behind the, sure. s- the scenes and it's like Scripted you're not even that good of oh, a singer shut up I would love, so annoying I would love to tell Luke Bryant to shut the fuck up <laughs> you would why do you hate him so bad because he doesn't sound good he's he not doesn't. good he he's doesn't not have a good doesn't right? have a good voice he's fucking terrible he's ending Sunday night that's crazy to me. It's like, oh, congratulations. You were you were blessed. His teeth are really you were, white. You were blessed with a big frame and a big head. You're you have a, a deep voice register. You can sing. You know what? All big people can fucking sing. <laughs> that's what happens. If you're big, you can sing. Like, that's it. That's hilarious. And he's a big dude. He's an ogre. Why he's an ogre. <laughs> yeah. Luke Bryant, if you're listening to this, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Put other people on. You suck. You suck. And why don't you pick Eddie, you fucking asshole? Yeah. <laughs> well, damn, I guess that was my blast. Yeah, well, my weekend isn't as fun. I think I'm going to. Uh, I mean, I am working. So. Yeah, that's true. I hope you get to see Lil Nas X. <laughs> I hope I do, too. I need to look at when he's playing. Okay, what are you doing? Orin and I were talking about floating a river this weekend we were talking about getting as far away from cma fest as possible and i don't think you go any farther than uh you know just chilling floating down a river on a kayak or a raft or something (laughs) but it's supposed to rain so i don't know i'll probably just uh do what i do all weekend and sleep and sleep yeah and that's that next week what do you want to talk about um before we get into next week you better bring me that cowboy hat I will bring you that cowboy hat. Did you leave the thing in the beginning, the I'm sorry's? I have it saved that I could include at the end. Okay. If I feel like it. Well, Steve, did not bring me the cowboy hat that I asked for. In all fairness, Rachel did tell me that she needed it Sunday. But when did, no, 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 no. When did I say for you to bring it? You asked me to bring it today. Okay. And then I said I didn't need it till Sunday. But, or I wasn't going to, I didn't say I didn't need it. I said I wasn't going to wear it. But you didn't know that you weren't going to fucking see me tomorrow. Hold up. Hold You're up. You're scrolling back through. You're not as clear as you think. Whenever I, you were like, this I, is okay. I you said, go, I can do that time. And the only time that I had said was seven o'clock. The listeners don't I need said, to hear I this. I said today, I said, I'm coming in after my call and have the hat. This is before I left. She says, won't see it till the pod running around. I said, I will hunt you down. You said, you hold trying, up, up, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, me. can I finish, can I finish? <laughs> I said, I will hunt you down. You said, bitch. I said, you will wear this hat. You said, I need it for Sunday, not today. And then that's what threw me off was the, was the, I need it for Sunday, well, you, not today. I thought that you thought that I needed it, like, because I wanted to wear it at CMA Fest while I was working, but I wanted to work it, what, I wanted to work that hat. Not while I was working at 
the festival. My bad. You can see, though I apologize for not bringing it, you can see how I am confused. Where it says, I need it for Sunday, but not today. I said to bring it tonight, and then you right. chose to not bring no, it. No, you said, you said to bring but it. I didn't say not to bring it. Even though I said I didn't need it till Sunday, I never said don't bring it. It was the not today part that threw me off. Oh, my when God. When you said you need it for Sunday, not today, I was like, okay, if you don't need it today. I over-communicate. I would have been like, wait till Sunday. You well, better drop that cowboy hat off at my house, mount my TV, and say, what else can I do for I'll you, I'll mount Rachel? your TV like a horse. <laughs> Speaking of which, will you get my hat signed by Lil Nas X? <laughs> I fucking will. That'd be great. Oh, my gosh. You want to get out of here? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Y'all keep your horses in the back. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. I said, I'm sorry, bitch. Oh, my God. If you don't sincerely apologize to me right now. I'm sorry, Mrs. Biatch. <laughs> Better, worse, or about the same. You need to say, I'm sorry for, and then say what you're sorry for. And if you say bitch one more time, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bitch.